you have to do before you ever give out an offer are the three things that I teach. Number one, you got to ask yourself this first question. Are you unique? The second question that you have to ask yourself, do I have good intention for people or the people that I want to serve? Number three, you got to ask yourself the third question. This thing that I want to offer people, the results that I'm going to get them, is it going to 20x their experience? Is it going to 10x their experience? Is it going to 100x their experience? Because if you can do those three things, then you're beginning to liken your way with the things that glorify God. And um, feel free, guys, to uh, jump in with your questions. It would be nice to know what you are thinking and um, how you think. Now, the question I'm asking is, should spirituality limit your business? Think about this, guys, because a lot of people feel like once they find or have a relationship with God, automatically um, their business should die. A lot of people think it's sinful to want to make money as a business person. So my question to anybody right now that is live with me is, should your spirituality affect or limit your business? We've been programmed on Wired to believe that we need to not make money as business people and as godly people. And my question to you is, ask yourself this. If God is the creator of all things, if we're of God, from God, and God is with us, and we are lovers of God, why should we be poor? As children of God, we strongly believe, uh, or we've been programmed to think that we definitely need to not do business as heavily as we should, because now we're serving God or we're of God. And uh, I beg to disagree. God is the creator of all things. God wants us to excel. If wealth is dangerous for a Christian mind or spiritual mind or somebody who's um, a core um, Islamic, a Muslim, then... It just goes against what God is about. Because God says, seek me first and every other thing shall be added unto you. And I am of the belief that money does not make you mean or money makes you wicked. I am of the belief that money actually aggravates whoever you are and shows your true person to the world. So if you're a mean and wicked and arrogant person, money is just going to make you more arrogant. That's just the way it works. But if you're not a mean person, then money definitely will bring out the angel in you. But being successful, put in the simplest time, term, is your ability to do whatever the hell you want to do, whenever you want to do it, however way you want to do it. Having the freedom to be yourself is what success is to me. And that can be tied to your fulfillment. When success is limited to only money, then I think you misconstrue the reason why you want to be successful. Yes, 
business has to do with profits and you making profits in your business is what makes whatever goal or drive or mission that you're on sustainable. So it's important for you to do business. And um, I, you know, when I teach, I say, when you, if you have a job and you're not starting a business, you're just leaving a generational curse. Now, is this a statement of facts? I don't know. It's my opinion. Um, I just believe that people do not understand the number one reason why you have to be an entrepreneur. And don't get me wrong. It all depends on the phase you're in in your life also, okay? It depends on the phase you're in. If you're in a place in your life where you got to work for somebody to understand what you need to be doing or be part of a process, then it's fine. You're learning. At all times, be you a business owner or being a, be an employee, you just have to be a student of life at all times. You got to be a student of success. Now, what success is to you is totally different. But being an entrepreneur, if I want to limit it to being an entrepreneur, since we're speaking about business and spirituality, God wants us to solve problems. One of the first um, assignments God gave man is to work, to tend the garden and keep it clean. And that means man has to go to work, to name the birds in the sky and the creatures of the sea. That was work. And man couldn't have achieved all of this if man does not go into his imagination, be constructive, take notes, remember, have systems in place. So it is important that we are in tune with the imagination, the creativity inside of us, because our God is a God that creates. So you not wanting to start a business could be one of too many things. Like I said, one, you're in a place where you're probably learning. You have it as a future goal, but you're going through a process right now where you're learning. That's fine. Everybody, I suggest everybody needs to get a mentor, be you an intern or somebody's coaching you or mentoring you. I recommend that. The other reason why you might not have a business is because of the reason why I would I want to address today, which is fear. First, being an entrepreneur simply means you have to be ready. You have to be ready to solve problems, period. A high percentage of the time that we as entrepreneurs thrive is solving problems. You will solve problems amongst your teammates. You solve problems with your employees. You solve problems for your customers. You solve problems with your products and services. You solve internal problems within the organization that you're creating. As long as you understand that you need to be solving problems at all times, and the first reason that gets you into becoming an entrepreneur is solving problems, then you do great. The problem with a lot of people is they do not want to solve problems. They just want to make money. And I always say it, you're too small for the universe, for the heavens, to gather together and do what? Bless you just because you need to make money or you need to be comfortable. You got to find fulfillment. Most of the times, what we need to understand is what we truly need is income growth. Then we need freedom. And we also need impact. Income growth is the number one thing that we need. Because income growth can definitely make us live the dream life that we want to live while we're alive. You only have one life. So do not think you need another generation 
to fulfill the dreams and the desire that you have inside of you. You want the freedom to be able to do, like I said, whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it, and however way you want to do it. So it's important for you to understand that in this life that you are living in right now, in this flesh and bone, and the air that you breathe in this one life, not another life, you can be successful. So you definitely need income growth. You need freedom. But most importantly, you want to create impact. Like I said, the number one reason why you need to be an entrepreneur, and you should never be scared to go out there and fail, is because you want to solve problems. God wants us to use our imagination to create. God knows that whenever we create, we are rewarded, all right, with a prize, which is money. And that money, if it, you, you definitely add up your um, profits and you move by the principle of understanding how to use your imagination to create wealth, then you're good. So there's absolutely nothing wrong in being spiritual and wanting to have more. I don't subscribe to the school of thoughts that talks about Oh, no, uh, we just have to be content. We just have, and it's fine. Contentment is great. I have contentment. I enjoy every level that I'm in, but I want more. I definitely want more. God wants me to want more. God is a God of seeds. All right? You know what a seed is? You take that seed. It's so spiritual. As tiny as a seed could be, you put it into the right soil, in the right condition, what happens? It blossoms into a whole plant that can bear other fruits. It's super important that you understand how these things work. And that's why for me, I can't stop dreaming. I can't stop imagining. I can't stop creating because when I create, that's the only pathway to success. But I don't create because I intend to make money first. No. There has to be a value proposition in the market. I get it for a price, and it's a price that I set for the time and the value that I think I'm bringing into the market space. But before we get into all of that, the most important thing is the bigger problem you solve, the bigger the wealth that you can grow because people can pay you more because of the problems that you solve. And I'll teach you exactly how to create that grand offer in this one conversation. But I first want you to understand that the mind is the gate that closes information or receives information. So how open is your mind? Are you ready to go out there and fail? Some of us are so um, interested in two things. How many followers do we have? We're looking for validation in the things that we do. Some of us are also so crazy about how people perceive us. So it's about the followers. It's about the perception. And those things don't really matter. What really matters if you ever want to create a business is what are you offering? What is the value in what you're offering? It don't matter if you're from out of the country. It don't matter if you speak a different language. It don't matter wherever you are. This is global. God wants you to be great. God wants you to be great. God wants man to dominate the world and all its resources. But God just wants us to do it for good. And you got to think about this. When good people 
do nothing, the world will never know peace because evil will thrive. Imagine if all good people want to do is, you know, walk hard enough, buy yourself a house, live quietly with your family. You know what I'm saying? Now, think about this. Now, are you telling me that the only the evil ones, since we want to look at things as good as evil, which is not true, the world doesn't exist in only white or black, anyways. But let's just, for the sake of this example, you're, so you're telling me that if this is your disposition, if this is the position that you've taken, so only evil people should build all the theme parks. Only evil people should build the skyscrapers. Only evil people should build cities because all you care about is buying your single home and excluding yourself from society and living quietly with your family. No, our God is a social God. Imagine if people with good intention and good spiritual grounding build cities, build systems, build theme parks. It changes everything. Imagine the kind of value that they will bring into the services in the products that they offer. Just think about that. And that's why it's important that we take the forefront as people who know better, as people who wish people better, as people who want to help, as people who only care about delivering, as people who want to get people results. We need to be in the forefront. We need to increase our vibration because evil is thriving. Evil got money. Evil got the attention of people. When it comes to posts like this, a lot of people don't want to join and listen in. But if it was something negative, like another conversation about, let me talk about Kanye and share my opinion, you're going to find 500 followers on here listening to things that do not matter. I encourage you today to only focus on things that matter the most. Focus majorly on major things because that's truly where your true success is. Life is all about fulfillment. Now, now that you understand that the promise of God for you is prosperity, if you serve him, do not limit what God has to give to you because God does not want you to be a quiet, rich man or rich woman or rich lady. God wants you to be an influential brother with high vibration. God wants you to move differently from the way the world is moving. God wants you to create unique offers that the world have never experienced. What brings me to this? Listen, as long as you have something out there in the market that somebody is reigning supreme in, think about this. You know what they're already offering, and you know where the weak spots are. If you capitalize on closing the gap for the weak spots that they have, you can create a whole, unique, a whole new unique offer, and that would bring you new people. So it really doesn't matter who was in the market space first or who got into the market space first. No. You can get your own market share just by not commoditizing your offer. What you need to do is sit back, think less about yourself, and think more about the people that you want to serve. Because once you can identify the avatar, the pain of that avatar, all you have to do before you ever give out an offer are the three things that I teach. Number one, you got to ask yourself this first question. Are you unique? The second question that you have to ask yourself, 
do I have good intention for people or the people that I want to serve? Number three, you got to ask yourself the third question. This thing that I want to offer people, the results that I'm going to get them, is it going to 20x their experience? Is it going to 10x their experience? Is it going to 100x their experience? Because if you can do those three things, then you're beginning to liken your way with the things that glorify God. Because the only thing you need to understand as a true business person is how God is. Who is God? What is the essence behind God, regardless of whatever your religion is? Most of us would agree, if you're spiritual enough, that God is holy. What does holy mean? Away from everything, separated from everything. One of his kind. And that makes it unique. That's being holy. So the question is, are you unique? The second thing that we understand that God is good. So do you truly have good intentions for people? Or this is just another scheme that you're using to become richer? Because I can tell you one thing. <clears throat> Money will not buy you happiness. Money will not buy you fulfillment. But money can lead to your happiness if you become rich for a good cause. Which takes us to the next point. We understand that God is the author of seed. And we know the power of a seed. We know how one seed can multiply to be these great things. So we know how powerful a seed can be. So if you stand as the light of the world when it comes to this information, if you stand as the salt of the earth, if you stand, stand as somebody who's bringing solution to a market space, what results are you promising people? What brings me to how to create your grand offer? For you to create a grand offer, the first thing you need to learn is how to begin to align yourself with God, I just told you, be unique, have good intention, and most importantly, create exponential results for people. If you can do this, and people say business to business, businesses are run by people is the same thing, okay? Think of those three things you should define. Then the next thing you want to do is ask yourself all the possible questions that if you got on a call with somebody right now, and they ask you a question about this thing you're ready to offer. It doesn't matter how stupid the question are or is, rather. The question is, have you thought about this so much that people feel understood? Because you got to understand, the number one reason why people buy is because people buy out of pain or people buy into gain. Buying is an emotional thing, not a logical thing. So stop trying to be too logical because a logical mind does not buy. An emotional mind buys. So you got to hit me in the right spot. For me to reach into my wallet and pay you high ticket, low ticket or whatever, you got to reach into my pain or reach into my gain. Failure to hit that red mark is hard to get money. And even if you do, you get lucky, it's hard to sustain. So if you understand these things right now, understanding that people only buy out of gain, pain or buy into gain, then the next reason why people buy is something that you need to take note of right now. 
people will buy from you as long as they feel understood, not because they understand. So stop trying to get people to understand what you're about. Just make sure you spark up an interest in people that when they listen to you and hear you, they feel understood because you position yourself, because you position yourself in the market space as somebody who have thought about the scenario really deeply, have probably done something about it, got lucky, found a proven technique that works, and now you're bringing the same formula into the market space. And whatever is funneled through those channels, if they take action, they should almost arrive at the same results. So, yes, making money is spiritual, but you have to understand that there's a science to everything. I cannot stand it when people try to make it look like there's an art to anything. And for you to become a master of anything, the only formula that you need to have is what? Repetition. Repetition results to mastery. Do not forget that. Repetition results to mastery. And when you repeat stuff, get used to doing it over and over again, it doesn't matter if you fail, and taking notes and taking stock of everything that you're doing, knowing your misses and everything, understanding why you failed most importantly, and guarding against that failure and keep solving problems. Every little day, every little task, every little time you show up and show out, you're getting close to the answer. And for you to offer anything in the market space, you don't got to be the great at it at this point or be exactly where you want to be. You just got to stop the process. It all starts with faith. It all starts with you believing. So it's important that you understand how these things work because only you can attract that level of success in your life. Only you. Nobody can for you. So it's important that you understand how life works because faith simply means that you are beginning to attract, touch, see, feel the things that are unseen. So first you got to have a vision. The vision is where the imagination comes from. Then you got to go to work and create. You got to be ready to fail and fail and fail because you have one thing, faith. So for all of, all of the people out there that are listening to me right now that have been praying and praying and praying and praying without work, it's useless. Prayer without faith is totally useless, and faith without work is totally useless. So you got to learn to pray, but make sure when you pray you have faith. Faith is, like people say it's belief, but it's more like belie. you got to lie to yourself so that you can attract those things. It changes your thinking. It changes your movement. It changes the way you carry yourself. It changes the way you attack whatever you want to attack. It's got to work. It's got to work. You have no backup plan. This is all that you see. This is all that you trust. This is all that you question. But you have deeper understanding about these things only when you stop questioning it from your perspective. Questioning from the people who are going to buy it. How much does it cost? Would it work for me? How quickly can I get to the results? Who have used this before? Do you have answers for some of these questions? Why is it so expensive? Why is it so cheap? You got to be able to answer all those questions. What are the side effects? What would happen to me if I don't take action? 
what would happen if I do not listen to my spouse? Have you thought about some of the, some of the questions? You might feel like some of these questions are not relevant to creating a product or service, but it is. Because your ability to answer those frequently asked questions, even before you get them, is really, really key. And some of you have to learn how to do market research. One way that I will tell you right now, just let me just drop a quick gem to you guys, for you guys, is you can go on Amazon right now. Let's say you want to create uh, an offer for podcasting. You can find a podcast book that teaches people about podcasting, which is a product in the market space. And you just go through the comments, the reviews that are on that book. And just read through what people are saying. Read how they are saying this book is working out for them so you understand what bothers people the most. Whatever they say, oh, I love this book because it does this and it does this and it does this for me. That right there is the power of what I'm talking about. You're beginning to do your market research and understand. Learn to use Google too. Learn to use Quora. Do a market research. If you have to put out a survey out there asking questions, go and write and advertise. Put $10 out there, $10 times 10 days. That's $100 in budget. Spend $300, whatever. Get the answers. I'm looking to create a product like this, and I'd like to get this feedback from you. Do you mind taking this five-minute survey? Like, just put it out there. Somebody somewhere who you're going to spark up their interest about the things that you want to create would definitely answer some of your questions and also make sure you give them room to ask you questions so you can get more questions. That's how we get users-generated content when it comes to marketing. And if you can go back and answer some of those questions in or within the product and service that you create, then you're good. Then number four, you want to look for people who are already in the market space, the leaders of the market space. You want to look at their offer. Well, you don't want to copy the offer. You want to be unique, remember? So you go, you look at what they have. The beautiful thing is they are already in the market space, so you can see whatever's wrong with them. Guys, trust me. A lot of times people will tell me, oh, I know about somebody who is in the market space that I want to be in, but you know what? The person is just crap, and people are still following that person or doing business with that person. I can do better. Um, you know that, but the world doesn't know that. Hello? Think about that. You know this, but the world don't know this. So you definitely don't want to be a hidden gem. And that's why it's important for you to get out of your shyness it's important for you to stop doing something. It's important for you to believe in yourself. And most importantly, it's important for you to believe that God is sending you on a mission because only you can feel the solution in your heart. And if you think you got the answer, then you should not be quiet about it. Because like you said, this person is crap and the world is doing business with that person. So let's just, for the sake of example, align this person with this person is the evil one and you are the good one, right? Oh, so evil can thrive, but you're not ready to do anything. Think about that. How about you start vibrating like that person so people can now see the difference in the market space and say, I'd rather do business with this person than do business uh, 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 with the other person. You, it's time for you to go out there. It's time for you. You can't keep sitting back at home and saying, nobody's going to like me. Nobody's going to like the way I sound. Nobody's going to like the way that I look. Listen, if you have value for anybody... 
they will let you into their lot, they will let you into their yard, and they will give you money so you can mow their lawn. Because if they have the pain and they do not want to do it by themselves and they desire the gain, then you have something you can offer. Think about this, guys. So let's talk about a grand offer. For you to have a grand offer, you got to have a grand promise. Now, remember, the bigger the promise is, the bigger the money you can charge. I know a lot of coaches will tell you, increase your price, raise your prices, raise your prices. Raise your prices for what? Reasons. Why do you have to raise your prices? What value are you giving back? So how do we get value? First, you got to have a grand promise. Remember, if you've not done anything or you've not positioned yourself to be in a place where you're going to ask yourself, who sent me? Then your offer is just not big enough and you don't trust God enough. You got to be or position yourself in a place where even you question your offer. Your offer got to be so huge and so big that people would wonder if it is possible. Because when people start thinking, is this even possible? Trust me, that's the more reason why they even want to pay for it and pay more for it. So what is your grand promise? And your grand promise, remember, is the results that you get from people. If you understand that, then the next thing that you want to definitely resolve is what is the possibility of them getting the results? Do you have a proven technique? Do you have a system that you follow? Do you have experience in this? Have you failed over and over again to the point where you know everything that does not work and you found out one last thing that works? You got to be able to answer these questions because those are the questions that the people that you want to sell it to would ask you. And guys, let me tell you something. If it's easy to sell, then there's a high chance that it's going to be low tickets. But if it, the harder it is to sell, the more you can definitely make more. For example... Some people want to make a million dollars, and they go, you know, why do I have to sell a house? Let's say I'm getting 5% commission from the house that I sell. Why do I have to sell a $100,000 or $200,000 worth of houses when I only get 5% and it takes me 45 days to close? Now I got to close probably 30 or 40 or 50 houses in a year, which is a lot. The same time that you're using to find those houses to list, Somebody else is saying, you know what, I only need houses if I'm going to make 5% that go from $10 million and above. That's a harder sell. Okay? You see that? That's a huge promise. That's a grand prize. That's a grand promise right there. Remember, the house is not yours. So when you find these houses and you're able to answer the questions from people, the same questions in your head, all right, from people's perspective, knowing that you're not the one who's going to buy this house, if you reach out to the owner and say, I would only this house if it has this, that, 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 $10 million is not a little money. And if I got to sell $10 million house, you start speaking the language of people who want to buy $10 million houses. If your ability to do that now, when you stand in front of that person, the chances of you selling is easier. Getting in front of that person is a whole different ballgame, but let's even talk about the offer right now. We can get into that later. But the bottom line is, you might decide to move that way because you realize that 5% of 10 million sounds like half a million. So all I got to do is close two houses in a whole year 
and I'm making 800 to a million dollars. Maybe that's how you want to move. People around you might not understand what you're about. They might not understand why you're changing the way you look, why you're changing the way you move, why you're speaking the way that you speak, why you're learning how to be a better speaker, why you're asking too many questions, why you're careful before you take people's money. Because you change the way you move. When the stakes are higher, you learn how to move differently. And you're more cautious because you're going into waters with high-level people that can sue you High-level people that have a thinking faculty, high-level people that have resources to destroy you. So you got to move differently. You got to speak differently. And more importantly, you got to align yourself with things that glorify God. Because if there's no reward or gain or result that would send X, 20X their experience, then you leave yourself open in the market so there's nothing unique about you. So you might want to think about that. The third thing you want to check whenever it has to do with creating that valued offer is how quickly can you get them the results? Because all you got to learn is how to compress the time of how to get them there. And people will pay you for that. That's why a lot of dating apps work really good. Because if you position yourself and say, okay, the possibility, the ground promise how to find yourself a boyfriend, for example. If I got to take care of myself, put on whatever, go sit at the pub or sit in places and hopefully start a conversation with a guy, it might be harder for me to get that person. Okay, so they created a dating app for you so they can compress the time, give you a ground promise. You see that? They gave you your ground promise. And they showed you the possibility of you getting there by downloading the app and they've already found these people for you and they make you feel like they understand you and the situation that you're in. And most importantly, they compress the time. You can start having a conversation with somebody right now just by creating a profile. So, once you do that, the last thing that you wanna consider when you're creating a grand valued offer is what? How much of work, effort do they have to put in? How much effort do they have to put in to get the results? Like I said, the best way I can describe it is dating apps definitely do this for you. Video calls do it for you. You want to see your mom? You're 7,000 miles away from home. Now you can pay for a service that can get you in front of your project, in front of your mom, faster. That's why Zoom sells. Because what they did was they can make you arrange meetings faster. Yes. They can make you talk to your parent faster. So you don't have to wait, travel for three years. They don't hear from you. All this talking on the phone. You don't know how your mama looks no more and all of that. So they're saying, yes, we know you're away from home. But we're going to sell you an iPhone that has the service in it that can connect your mom. It's going to give you a grand offer, number one, yes, which is the grand promise. So when you have that grand promise... That grand promise would definitely do number two. What is number two, guys? Do you remember? The possibility of you getting it. Saving you time, number three. And lastly, you don't have to put so much effort. All you got to do is just push a green button, and now you're talking to your mom on the other side of the phone. But you got to make this investment. And that's how they are able to get $1,000 investment on both sides, and now you're spending $2,000, something that naturally would have cost you 
way, way more. If you have to travel frequently to be with your mom or you spend calling cards every day, they made it easier for you because they promised you this grand promise and they told you they can get you there faster and they showed you the possibility of getting it just by you taking action, just buying it. That's how simple. And the effort that you have to put in is as simple as buying it and pay and, and, and clicking the button to call on the other side. So think about this, guys. This is what masters have been using for decades to create offers that are just irresistible and we can't refuse it. So my job is to show you the pattern because if you want to create a business, you got to think about all of these things. And when you can create something that has value, it changes the game forever. So I want to tell you guys, I want to encourage you guys. I, in my opinion, do not think your spirituality in any way should limit your business growth. I believe and I argue that your spirituality should definitely help give your business more essence, connect you with something that makes you more fulfilled. And if you can align those two things with a passion and lastly, with solution that you're offering people is to do absolutely nothing but explode your business to the moon. And that's where you want to be. Think about that. That is exactly how you want to position yourself in a market space. It's time for us to move differently. There's too many noise out there. How do we separate ourselves from the noise and create a unique, irresistible offer that is so valuable to people that create exponential results for people? Because if you can do that, people would always want to do business with you. And even after they pay you, weeks after they pay you, months after they pay you, immediately after they pay you, they will say, thank you for letting me in on this information. Thank you for giving me this product. Thank you. And that's why people want to leave you good reviews. But if your product lacks any one of these things that I'm talking about, you're going to attract people that will have remorse buying. They're going to feel bad that they invested with you and in you, and they will never, ever trust you again. So while you do your market research, while you decide on starting a business, think about these things. The number two thing that you need to be worried about, or the major thing that you need to be worried about is, now that I have an idea, how do I get the funding? to even help my ideas. And that's why I created the Credit to Wealth funding course. The Credit to Wealth funding course, first is a service that we offer for as much as $30,000 for people who want to get business funding, up to $300,000. But I can take all that information and teach you the same thing that we do for our clients, the same blueprints, so you can get that money so you don't have to bother your friends and family. You don't have to cl clutch a folder, run around from lender to lender or bank to bank or looking for investors that need to sponsor your ideas. No, you can find the money, you can be responsible for the money, and you can get the money at 0% interest rates for 12 to 18 months. And most importantly, it does not report to your personal credit. Think about that. So if you know that you need business funding, so that you can live the life that you want to live, so you can hire more staff, you can buy more assets, you can feel and run and sponsor the ideas or your business so you stop using your cash that you already worked out for. That's your savings. You want to use the bank's money to scale. Because think about this. 
let's say you want to get into real estate, right? And you want to use your personal money. First, you're going to take a loan that you're putting on your personal credit, which increases your what? Utilization so high. And you would have to use your own cash to make the down payment. Think about that, guys. First, I can see all your utilization on your personal credit and I know how much you're owing. If I compare that with your income, your debt-to-income ratio is so high and I don't want to lend you more money. And even if I do, I want to limit the risk that I'm taking with you. Because you're already telling me that you're owing so much. Yes, you're quick with your payments and all of that, but you're owing so much. Why should I give you more based on your income that you're earning? But if you put it on a business, now I can't even say it if I got to do business with you, except I'm doing business with the business. You see what I'm saying? So the first thing you want to learn how to do is divorce yourself totally. One, so you don't bear any liability. Two, so you can get a lot of tax benefits. Three, so you can definitely save your personal credit and not put so much debt on your personal credit. So you have great credit, you maintain great credit, and you leave with your business. You understand? Your business definitely survives you. You live on your business. So that's something that you might want to consider, guys. There are so many benefits in divorcing yourself. And I teach you exactly how to do just this. So I'll tell you this. If you're interested in joining the Credit to World course, before we even talk about you joining my community where I teach people because I'm limiting the people, I'm vetting people that I'm letting in. I'm only letting about seven people in in a whole month. I want to keep it so intimate so I can help you one-on-one. -on -one. If you got any issues, we can help you. Because I hold you by the hands until you get this money. If you don't get it in 90 days, you might get it in 100 days. If you don't get it in 100 days, you might get it in 150 days. It don't matter to me. But this is something that you got to learn, especially if you have a business. Because you can't keep using your money to fund your business. You can't keep chasing after investors to fund your business. You need lenders that can give you money at 0% interest rate so you can take that money, go pay down that real estate, like I said, in your business name, not in your personal name, and you don't have to use your own money as down payments. When you do these things, then that means you're setting yourself up for success. You want to learn what the 5 to 1% or 1 to 5% of successful people do, how they move. You want to learn what they do. Success leaves clues. If you're interested, all you got to do is reach out to me on my DM and say you want to know more about the Credit to World course. And there's a link to a free video on my IG. Go ahead. Use that link. Go watch the free video where it's a free training where I show you exactly how to do this. And if you feel like you want to join the community, all well and good. But that training is so in-depth. And it's going to open your eyes to a lot of secrets that you did not know. These are secrets of the elite and how they definitely move and what they do right with business credit. And that's something you want to know so you can start leveraging. Click on the link. Check my DM. Go look at it. Watch the video. It's totally free. You know, learn. If you want an ebook that can show you all right, I'm dropping an ebook pretty soon. By the time you're watching this video, you might find a link. If you find a link there, go buy the ebook. The ebook will definitely help you. Definitely, definitely help you restructure your business correctly.
Because I can tell you over 90% of small business owners in the United States structure their business incorrectly. If you have trucking in your business name, if you have real estate in your business name, I tell you, believe it or not, you're already in a high-risk business. And that right there is going to limit your funding. Just the name of your business or the category that you chose. And I'm talking about the NAICS code. So you got to go back and correct that or else it's going to limit or prevent you from getting funding from getting funded. So think about that. I just want to have a conversation with you. I don't believe your spirituality should limit your business growth. I think, more than anything, it should explode your business. And most importantly, I understand that people have a huge, huge problem of understanding how to correctly structure their business so they can get funding. Because without funding, it doesn't matter how great your offer is. You can't get marketing. You can't pay for high-skilled people. You can't build products that are way better than the competitor's product right now in the market. And I've realized that from fifty to dollars to $300,000 can definitely get you into the room or into the conversation with a good product. It doesn't matter how great it is. You're not trying to build Tesla. I hope I'm not talking to somebody who's trying to build Tesla. Again, you're not a small business anymore. But basically, if you are a small business owner and you want to build products and services that you want to put in the market space, you want to employ great hands, you want to get good marketing teams, you want to build a product that people can enjoy because it impacts people, Positively, you're the one creating that impact. If you need to buy your time back because you need freedom, and most importantly, you want to have income growth, and you need that fund to ingest into your business so you can scale your business to the next level, then you want to take advantage of my Credit to Wealth course. Because in this community, I can show you how to if I let you in. But I don't let everybody in. There's a strict vetting process. I repeat over and over again, you can keep your money. If I cannot determine if my product is going to serve you, then I don't need your money. I'm sorry. I don't. I got people that are service. And if you feel like you don't have the time, you just need people to do it, we'll be more than glad to do the entire service for you too. But what do we want to do for you? Click on the link. Go to my DM. Go watch the video understand how to structure your business. And if you're somebody who's just listening and want to understand exactly where to start from and you're not in a place where you want to make huge investment in yourself right now, but you need to get start with the ebook. It's very affordable. It's the price of a meal. Price of a meal, I repeat. Okay? Do that. Hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Stay tapped in. I just want to share this beautiful information with you. Please, most importantly, Find God if you can. Saying God does not exist, your belief. It's fine. You're entitled to whatever you believe. But I know you'll do better only if you have God as an element in your business decision. And I know that you have better reason for money. And I know that you enjoy having money. And I know that you can impact the world better if you have God in your life. So I definitely recommend I preach and I teach and I want you to please have God in your life because it changes everything. People are going to be more comfortable working with you. People will know that you have good intention. You'll be more about getting people results. And you would understand that you're only here temporarily and you'll never take all this wealth to heaven when you die. You live everything. And once you change your mentality of how you see the world, it changes everything on how you want to build the world. Understanding that we are only visitors passing through this earth. And we need to make this earth as beautiful as we can while we're here. We're not here to destroy the earth, okay? 
God bless you all. I'll talk to you again on another day. All right? See you.